write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know That was great sounds Watts with Outside on WNHHLP uh, 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Preston with my partner in crime Long Island Raised Elm City Made E-Z Blues Is in the building Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, did you ever have a moment where you were like, hmm, something does not fit right perfectly here, but you do truly understand. One day I was at the racks of beer and in walked a trio. Trio of bards, we'll say. Trio of bards. And there, with an acoustic guitar, they held office and court and brought everyone together for some amazingness and free acid which i mean who is doesn't want a little bit of that in their lives that's just fantastic but it's with true honor and privilege that we are here today to welcome the amazing the incredible the insanely talented and preston's new favorite name for a band milk street What's up? What's going on? What's going on? First and foremost, where did the name Milk Street come from? Uh, Milk Street came from, um, so I, uh, me and Gabe had gone to see our favorite band at the time, Joyce Manor, um, which is why we actually started really playing music together, which is both loved like Joyce Manor and stuff uh, like that. So we finally got to see them um, and we were trying to think of a, a new band name. Uh, and we like, we're trying to get out of the, out of Boston before the traffic and we like whipped it out of there and almost hit a street sign and it said Milk Street and we were just so tired and we looked, Gabe looked up and was like, Milk Street, that's crazy. And then you come to find out Milk Street's like where a lot of the local shows were happening in mm-hmm. Boston and where a lot of like local bands, or bands out of Boston kind of got their start and we didn't even know that. Um, so we're like, that's that after we found that out after we changed the name to Milk Street. Um, but, but we were like, that's that's perfect. It all kind of lined up perfectly. Uh, but yeah, it's just a street sign. We almost crashed our van into in Boston. So from a, from a street sign you almost crashed your van into to now taking the van and going from state to state and city to city, mm. you know, here you guys are. You know, we ran into you uh, luckily at Beer Racks in East Haven. Um, but you've come through and played a whole bunch of different places. You're actually friends with a lot of uh, the show's friends as well. Um, what has it been like to actually hit the road and be on the road? We we get we get to talk with touring musicians a lot, but we never get to talk with them while they're actually in the touring vehicle heading back from tour. So I kind of want to get that point of view and perspective. Yeah, stinky in here. It is stinky. It's very <laughs> smelly in here right now. Uh, wow. Incredibly, it smells crazy. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, it's <laughs> It's, we um we we were in so we were in DC last night um which was the last show of our like proper tour uh, Washington mm-hmm. DC it's called Atlas Bruco um and um we are driving back home to Maine because the the last shows we have for the year are gonna be like hometown shows we have one in our hometown and one in and one in Portland Maine um so we're kind of done with tour proper and this is like a huge a big wrap up for us um right now we're passing through pennsylvania like scranton area um and uh it's been like 
we've had a lot of moments where we're like, this is like what we always wanted to do with our lives. And now we're kind of, we're finally like doing it sort of yeah. like we're, and you know, obviously there's, there's nights where there's going to be shows, but it's like, no one comes out. But even then we're just like, we're, we're jamming with our, with our best friends. Yeah, no, every exactly. night. And you know, there are tough, there are tough shows. There are even like just tough nights, like sleeping in the van and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But like the thing, like somebody will, you know, I've heard a lot of bands talk about this dynamic. Somebody will say something and it'll just immediately like strike a chord with you and you'll be like engrossed in a conversation with like your best friend all of a sudden. And it just right. makes everything, it just shifts the energy completely. And I think that's a big part of it too, is that we all kind of, we have our ups and downs with each other, but at the end of the day, we're helping each other out and bolstering each other up to, to do well on tour and perform well and enjoy ourselves and stuff. So that's, right. that's a that's a positive but it is hard it goes up and down you know but i think at the end of the day it's positive yeah like i, I had a, a bunch of people at where i work my day job were like oh you're going on a road trip blah blah blah. i'm like it's not a road trip i mean like like we because it's not just like a, a lot of i think there's a some people have a misconception conception that it's like a vacation almost but it's and you're getting to right. play your music and it is great and we're so grateful but mm. there are like nights with one of us steps in a mud puddle and their feet smell disgusting and we're sleeping mm. in a truck stop I'm so and, sorry. And, we're, and 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 we're uh you know we're sleeping in the van in the middle of nowhere outside of newark new jersey which happened two nights ago uh and and you know shows get moved around while we're already on our way there and 12 hours from home and you know that but it's like every day is a new thing it's an event it really is like an adventure we've been on um you know go since september till now has been we've been on pretty much on the road with little intermittent breaks back home right they're going pretty steady uh away from home and we're used to playing right around you know either maine massachusetts or new hampshire and we've gone farther for, for one-off shows and vermont now too is really like a hometown for us but we we um we've done a lot of one-off shows doing that but you know touring's been it's a whole nother beast but it's been with, with all the ups and downs it's been so incredible and we've been we feel so grateful and to rewarding too it's, i think very rewarding at the end of the day yeah. yeah every single show whether there's people or not the people that are there have really dug what we're doing and that mm -hmm. has been incredibly uplifting as well like there's yeah. never been a show where people are like oh it's not my thing or walk out or like i don't really like yeah, it even people who maybe aren't into the same kind of stuff as us tend to find something to enjoy about it and i take a lot of comfort in that we have a song for everybody at the very least <laughs> yeah no Gentlemen, you, you guys really do yeah um, very sorry really to interrupt uh, easy yeah. but it's good to hear all this information from you guys but if you could just like for the video if you just cut it off we can just get audio only it'll it'll be definitely just uh, beneficial just for us you know because like the back and forth yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to just turn the video off, do like audio. Because yeah, right now we we see yeah. your ceiling more than we see anything else, exactly. and it's cutting into the uh, the the wifi. Yeah, and then anything else, uh, I can just yeah. like splice up and stuff, you know. Yeah. And you know, we can just get like a good promo picture that we got from the email. We just like put it over the uh, you know, so it had to be blank. We just show you guys some respect. So I think if we just get the audio yeah. portion. It'll just be great. You guys hear us really good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, right, awesome, cool. easy. Do do what you got to do, man. My apologies. Well, no, I, I was going to say, you guys are really, really great with that. And especially considering, you know, I got to see you guys at more of like, I will say a pop punk type of show. Um, but here you are showing up with an acoustic guitar and playing with the same type of energy. And it automatically threw me back to like going and seeing like um, Lemonheads mm. or um, Soul Asylum yeah. and different things like that. Um, 
is is this like something that you really fought out for for your own sound or was it just something that you know this is who we are and this is who we're always going to be we're super eclectic i think yeah yeah like i i always like i started playing guitar on for better or worse on acoustic guitar uh is how i started writing songs and i never had like a band growing up but there's no no like musicians around where i lived at all mm-hmm. literally at all so i uh i'm from like a really small town so uh, but i love punk music like at the time it was like green day nirvana blank like all that stuff and then i got into like more folk punk stuff like ajj or the front bottoms right and, and i always also up like neil young and bob dylan and violent femmes and blind melon and the pixies and um i just kind of like a little bit of everything but i always felt more comfortable on the acoustic guitar and i felt more like expressive i guess and, and still do um uh, but when we started the band originally I, I played electric guitar for the first album and we were very much like a punk band and it had a very distinct sound um but i didn't care for like messing around with the tone and i never was like into that like chasing a tone or anything i just was like, I like how the acoustic guitar sounds and it's like one thing and I can bend that thing and do it the best I possibly can and work within like the restrictions of what an acoustic guitar offers and try to make and try to, and that I feel more creative taking something like that, that is like defined and, and finite and, and bending it to be what I want it to be or to sound as cool as possible. Um, so it kind of like, and I, and even with the first album, I was like, I just want to, I want to write songs that I could play an acoustic guitar guys. And, and it kind of was just, a, 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 you know, a thought. But then with this new album, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And we're going to try to see how, how to make it sound the best it can. And then I, I still kept the pedal board I had from when I was playing electric guitar. Um, and I have all my, you know, my fuzz pedals, my overdrive, my distortion, and my all, all my everything. Um, and I just, I'm like, yeah, we were playing a show one night. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just like, I'll put it through these pedals and we'll see what happens. And it sounded great to the point where on the record, there's even some uh recorded acoustic guitar where i put my acoustic guitar there's some electric guitar on there too but i put my acoustic guitar through my amp and we just recorded like we would play live with my pedals um mm-hmm. and it sounded and it just sounds great i just love i love that sound and we actually were playing with a band called the worst one time they're from their bigger band from Maine. we were in new hampshire with them littleton and i had to use one of their amps um so i didn't have mine with me and i it was there's a tube orange amp and i had been playing like solid state landings up until then and I and I put my acoustic guitar through it, and I was like, "That's the sound I've been looking for." Like whatever that is, with a big tube amp and an acoustic guitar, which are like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like that sound sounds great to me. Um, and then it just kind of stuck. Every, like everything we've done, it, it sort of became what it is, just through like an organic process of trying, of like just playing and doing what feels natural, and then like you know tweaking it a little bit along the way. But even the tweaks weren't like scientific or intentional. It was really just something random happened like that where I use someone else's amp one night and I'm like, Oh, this is sick. And then we add that to our like collection of sound. And then, and then it just builds and builds and builds. Like everything's kind of been that way, which I think is really cool so far. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It, it's really, it's really super interesting because that's actually um, something that my bass player and I talk about all the time is, is being treating everything like Mega Man where, you know, you beat the boss and take the power. Um, right. And that seems to be the best natural progression of how things uh, grow and go. And I love that that is the, the, the uh, really the underlining layer of, of your story is we stumbled across it. It sounded good. So we're continuing to do it. And it's fun. You guys are so super fun. Thank you. Uh, what is it like to sit there and be on the road with your friends and be able to play, even if it is for the bands and their girlfriends and half the bands don't have girlfriends? Right, right. That's true. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's fact. Real. That's real. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know. I mean, like, it's really, 
you know, we, we've, we've talked, like, we've had some shows where it is, like, the band never opens, and, and most shows we have, the bands are really cool, and, you know, sometimes you get a show where there's, like, you know, people just are, like, not as, you know, talk, willing to talk and hang out with you and stuff, but that's totally fine, um, too, but we, you know, there's been, when we have those shows, we're, like, you know, we just had four shows back-to-back, we're, like, anywhere between 60 and 150 people came, depending on the show. Like, we got to play with mm-hmm. Jeffrey Lewis in our hometown. Um, well, and there was, cool. like, a, I don't even know, so many, it was packed, yeah. Another person in that building. Yeah. And it was a church style, and you couldn't put another person in there. Um, and then we had, right before that, we had a show at, um, geez, I can't even think, at Nectar's, that was really cool, in Burlington, or, like, we played a, another hometown show where 150 people came. More recently, um, Bar Frida in in Brooklyn, uh, New, New York. York. Yeah, yeah, New York City and Brooklyn. We played at Bar Frida with this band called Kablamo. That was, and that was really amazing. And, and it was a great experience, you know, far from home, too. Right. That really gave us some a morale boost. So, yeah, I, I think, it, again, up and down, up and down. But but honestly, we, we, we've had joked at certain points that we're writing music for, like, who's our music for? And a lot of times it's band, it's other bands' yeah, girlfriends. Band's band. It's people, it's people's girlfriends. It's like, yeah. like we're, because Harry has another band and we we're like, which, which band is for like people's girlfriends and girls? Like which one, which, which band? And it always like, yeah. It's definitely on the Yeah. You know, like, like Milk Street is like, uh, I don't know. I can't say, it, I guess, because we're on the radio, but yeah. Milk Street's for, for the women, and uh, Harry's other band's for, for men to cry to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best Harry, PG yeah. way you can say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best PG way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, but, um, yeah, but no, it's... We, we, Milk Street's the before gunshots, it, the after. Yeah. And, and <laughs> we, now, is your name, like, the best conversation starter, no matter what topic? When 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 yeah, Milk Street yeah. just comes because you're three white teenagers or three white young adults named Milk Street <laughs> like that has to spark so many conversations and oh, from in me. a way it's a marketing genius because that's, yeah no one's ever put it in that like frame that's we uh, we uh we everyone's like why milk like do you really like milk we actually mm-hmm. had these really uh, particularly attractive girls at one show that come up to the sa- stage after the show. And they were those three girls, and they the sun tea yeah, one, yeah. yeah. And they said, um, "So, do you guys really like milk or what?" And I was like, "Actually, we're all lactose intolerant." Oh man, that's even better. That's even better. <laughs> and I, it totally shut. I didn't mean to, but it totally shut down the conversation. I was like, "They're like, oh, oh, oh that's not right. That could have let it go on." <laughs> yeah, what did they want out of yeah. it? Like. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was um, it was funny though. Yeah, no, it's it's it sparked some interesting conversations for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I think it's a good play. It really is because it gets people talking and wanting to know more about you. You know, it may not been intended like that, but like it definitely right. be like, all right, let me find out more about these guys. And you right. said, said that your music is like really great. That even is more icing to the cake when it comes to just the layers you guys can just bring when it comes to conversation and having people just explore your arts. That's beautiful, man. It really is. Thank you. We we I, I think I remember when we first started as a band, when I first started like entertaining the idea of, of it being a band and getting serious and making our own stuff. One of the big things would always be like, are we punk? Are we this? Are we that? Mm. And this is like 2018. And one of the things Gabe and me always said we're like I, I don't want to be I want to be genre less and it was mm-hmm. as a point then um but now we, we just kind of stopped trying to define it and just let it become what as it's gotten bigger it just became what it became or whatever or kind of like ween or something but <laughs> ween mm-hmm. or something yeah but we, but we um 
we, we like, I, I think it's kind of blended into like what we do. Like we've talked a lot about the, the idea of like, um, uh, how did you put it with the acoustic guitar when there's a bunch of bands that have electric guitars? We're like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're subverting expectations. We're like, you put us in a box when you see us immediately, and then we completely subvert those expectations. Right, like we have the acoustic mm. guitar and everything, and then we get up there, and if we have fuzz pedals, and it sounds like Smashing Pumpkins or something, or, <laughs> or Scratch Acid or whatever, and it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love that I subverting expectations, and we just have done it really naturally, and that, to me, is cooler than, like, anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're oh, not, we can do it for expectations. Like, Jonah loves <laughs> playing a guitar. That's why he does it. Like I've tried to get him to go back to the electric like a million times. And he just loves that fucking. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we love that the the freaking acoustic guitar. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Easy. I think you wanted to say something. I see the light bulb above your head. Oh man, there's so yeah. many things I want to say. So many things I want to say <laughs> that you can I, say. Oh, that I can say. That I can say. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. No, yeah. but see, this is what what is so super important. And, and again, you mm. know, whether it be like the name or or anything like that you can't 100% take yourself super seriously when you're mm-hmm. playing music or anything like that. Cause remember it's called playing. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have a good time with it. And that should, you know, trickle through. I, I know that uh, it's, I just think it's really, it's amazing how many similarities I'm hearing in your guys' story to the shame penguin story in the same type of way. People want to talk about the name people, you know, and we stumbled across that, you know, and you know, where you continue, you want to stay stylist. Because we, you know, you make music for, you know, the girlfriends or like we say, we make music for the musicians. Because if you can make one of the the other bands, you know, take that look and give you that that gas face, you know that it's it's a good day. You know, you know that you just had a phenomenal performance, Mm. you know, or if if, and if you're lucky enough to have a band say, oh, man, I don't want to go on after that. That's ridiculous. Then (laughs) then you really have created greatness. but as you guys are continuing to evolve and grow, this is the second record. Um, now you're starting to get a little bit more uh, experiences behind you. Do you see a different evolution in your songwriting? And what is your songwriting process like? Does Jonah just write the stuff or are you all sit down and, you know, pen it out all together? Well, honestly, Jonah gets general ideas down. He, he does a lot of the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot of the lyrics. He'll get general chord progressions down. Normally... I will say this. Normally, a verse is completely unchanged by by me or Gabe. And then the chorus or bridge gets changed. I don't know why. That's just what happens. Uh, yeah, oftentimes what'll happen, like for the last for the last three record or last two records rather, um, there's always been like two or three songs that I had to, at some point between like 2018 and now mm-hmm. written. Like there was a time period where I was writing a song a day. And wow. it sparked like like Peyote. The song was one of those that that I had written back when I was like sixteen, actually, in mm. twenty sixteen time like era. Um, and then um, you know Vermont was written in twenty eighteen. Um, and those those songs like I had the verses and like an idea maybe for a chorus or an idea for a bridge down. And then like like Harry said, like the verses kind of stayed the same. But then when I, we would get it together, all of us together, we it would become something new. And then once we were like, okay, this is the vibe and this is what the album's sort of becoming. I just, I write, I write guitar stuff all the time. Like just every day, I'm just always noodling and trying to just jam out with myself basically. And in that process, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of be free, have my brain pre-fronted with those ideas that we just, what we had just created the night before or whatever. And um, that's how I'd like to song like Jesus Fish Taco, which was like something that was written later that just kind of sparked out of like, 
okay, this is kind of the music I've been listening to, like Pine Grove or Alex G. And this is kind of what we've been playing. And it just, it happened naturally, but it just happened to fit that vibe. Mm. Um, but through that process too, there's plenty of songs that didn't fit the vibe of the album, but like, like we have one called, we have, we have like, I mean, we have like 30 songs right now and that we're like kind of working around with and messing with. Um, and there's like, you know, five or six of them that fit together and they feel like they could be on one album together. And then there's like another five or six that feel like they could be on another album together. So right. then we kind of, we're at a point right now where we're like picking what songs we want to, like, you know, what direction do we want to go in? Do we want to, and, and some of it feels almost like uh, there's some like Carsey headrest or Interpol or um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like uh, the, the Smiths vibes even sometimes or stuff like that. And then there's, it's fine. And then there's sometimes where we'll, um, there's another album that feels like it could be like almost like uh, a, like y'all alternative, like Wilco alternative mm-hmm. punk country type stuff, weirdly, uh, like cowboy punk almost. Um, so we're kind of like, it, it goes back and forth for sure. Um, uh, but but in terms of writing, like we usually have like a couple songs and, and then we, we sit down and build them to build the other ones that go that revolve around those songs together. Um, and, and we've even sat down, all of us know how to play guitar. All of us know how to loosely, like all of us can loosely at least play the other person's instrument that the other person has mastered or whatever. So mm-hmm. like I, I can kind of play drums or I can be like, try this. And Harry can play guitar very well. So he'll, we'll sit down and he'll be like, oh, what if you went to this chord here from this instead of that? And that might sound a little cool or more unique mm-hmm. or whatever. So we definitely workshop it all together, but a lot of the original ideas usually stem from like either one thing or something just while we're jamming on stuff together, we'll just do something and we'll be like, that's cool. Yeah, we've done a lot more of that lately, which has been fun. And I love that kind of songwriting that's really yeah. like spontaneous and about jamming. Uh, but but it's definitely hard to do. You have to play with people a lot to get to that yeah. point where songwriting is jamming, you know, Right. but um, it can happen. And it, and it helps when we're right off the heels of a tour. Yeah. And then we'll go to our little studio space we have and we'll put a mic in the middle of the room and just start. So I'm like, oh, this is an idea. What about this? Like, check this out. And I'll just start playing. And then we'll, we'll all start playing something. And then one time, literally, Harry jumped off, jumped off the drums and Brett picked up the bass and Gabe jumped on the drums. And then one of the, the newest songs we've been working on that's really becoming something uh, it was made that way. And Harry kind of wrote mm. the bass line and then we switched back and Gabe refined baseline and harry refined the drums and then you know so it's it's pretty cool that we can kind of collaborate in that way and kind of it's a big moving machine it is a big, big moving machine and it is really cool on wnhhlp 103.5 fm new haven myself preston and my partner in crime long island rays elm city made ez blues is in the building we got the milk street band with us easy what you got to say well, no, I think it's it's absolutely incredible. And actually, the term that we use when you're just dialed in and you're writing out of a jam, uh, we call it tuning into the radio, because that's what the radio wanted us to wanted us to play. So that's what what gets played. Um, and I, I I love that there are other bands that are doing that. We for a second I thought that was just us, but no. Okay, cool. We're not as special as I thought we were. Hmm. Um, <laughs> But as you you are growing and and you know you're dealing with the different uh, the writing aspects, um, it seems like you guys are are very album centric when it comes down to writing, and that alone makes you stand out in an industry because we're in a, a TikTok industry where everything's fifteen seconds. Yeah. You know, it's all about right. getting the single out and getting that single out and then that next single out and that next single out and that next single out. But you're talking about crafting an album. Um, and it's something that we never get a chance to talk about on this show. So I want to really talk about it and really like dive into it. Um, how important is it, is that to you guys, you know, 
not only crafting the album, but crafting the album that you want to go on the road with. Um, and then you want to tell the story night after night, after night, after night, after Super night. Important. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really important. For most important. It's the most important thing yeah. to us. I think really just because I, I... you get them. Uh, I think we lost them for a second. Oh, wait, well, you're back. Well, there's the highway. <laughs> you're on the highway. So yeah, we, there's, we there's understand we might lose you. We, <laughs> we, we, we kind of get this. Oh, can yeah. you uh, can you repeat that that answer? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're deep in it. Oh, oh no! Highway's crazy with signals, man. It really is. Like when you, <laughs> um, what what's that long? Oh my god, Jersey Turnpike. I believe so. Or yeah, huge bridge out of mm-hmm. nowhere. You just lose it, and it just drops. All your bars drop, and you get a little yep. mad. Um, you yep. could be watching the video, sending text that. messages, whatever. Oh, no, there you are. You're back. We you... got him back. All right, cool. Yeah. Perfect. I get that last thing you uh, guys sorry just about said. That, guys. No, it's all right. It's not your fault. Out of your control. We understand you guys are multitasking right now. We appreciate your time. Um, so just try to remember, like, no, we... the last eight seconds that you, that you were talking about. That's what we yeah. dropped off. Yeah, no, we were just saying that we, I think for us, like, that's the most important thing, really. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's having an album, like, we have released a few singles, um, and we don't even, like, standalone singles, and we don't even really play them anymore. Um, and they were, like, an expression of stuff. I think that, um, I think yeah. like, having a, a, a piece of work, like, a, uh-huh. a part of, like, a piece of art that is defined by everything that it contains. Like I think a lot about like my favorite records, you know what I mean? As opposed to songs, like some of my favorite records, like both the, the later Nirvana records, like smells like teen mm-hmm. spirit or are like pieces of work that are part of their collection of work. And I think that it's easy to just release stuff and have it be just trying to throw, throw stuff at the wall and hoping something sticks. Um, I feel like it's, it's more of like a desperate grab as opposed to uh, uh, to, for, of like some type of success as opposed to like uh, sit down. Okay. I'm creating something and I'm trying to make something and I'm trying to tell a story. Well, here. Yeah. And also I think the other thing that's tough is like the culture is completely shifted away from records mm-hmm. and it's the most, I feel it's so much more rewarding than just recording a bunch of singles all the time. Right. So for me, it's, it's kind of a, kind of a rebellion for my own enjoyment i guess to mm-hmm. focus on making a really good record more than anything um because we it's um you know it doesn't really matter to me like what it accomplishes to release the single i'll release the single i just mm-hmm. want to focus on the record you know because to me that's the more like gratifying thing than getting the plays or whatever and, and we like we released a sing a couple singles for a few singles actually for this album yeah. um and mm-hmm. the, the one was was one the one called peyote um and it, i think it was the most refined in terms of the mixing process for oh, definitely sure. it was, that was the only one mixed by the person that it was mixed by too um right. so I, and I think that and that is mastered. the one that's still and mastered yeah. and that, that one is still the one that's like um you know still has the most streams and still gets the most weekly streams and everything like that but um i but then there's all of the other songs on the record that i really love and even more than that song i love playing them even more and um the people you know people then who want to can go and listen to that because i still buy vinyl like i collect vinyl and i you can't put one one song on vinyl you know what i mean yeah. i want to be able to have our records on vinyl mm. 
No, that, that is very true. And vinyl is so super important, you know, and it's something that you, we were talking about as well. Because um, for all those that are listening at home, you can actually pre-order uh, their vinyl of their latest record. Right now, if you jump over to their Bandcamp, you can uh, pre-order or onto their website or their record label's website as well, which is really, really awesome. Um, and it's so super important. Um, look, you sit in there, you buy the buy the record, and the money's actually going to go to the artists, which is important. You know, you can stream the songs a million and a half times, and we want you to stream those songs a million and a half times. But to get the get the amount of money we were going to get for that twenty dollar record, uh, we're going to get that 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 you know at a lot quicker and a lot better if you go and actually buy the physical copy of the record itself. I'm a big fan of the records and a big fan of listening to records. What's uh what's in your guys' playlist right now? As because you are traveling. You're on yeah, the road, so what is your road playlist like? That's actually funny because on our Spotify, you can like you can like make playlists and add playlists to your Spotify that you made right. or whatever. And we actually have a playlist in there um, that is like we monthly we update it monthly with songs we've been listening to on the road. It's called like it's called As We Cruised Into um, a Milkshake oh, Playlist. Cool. Um, we actually we already we all always are thinking about this. Um, yeah, uh, Jonah, Jonah, Gabe, and I have pretty different music tastes but we all have a lot of crossover um i jonah plays a lot of like built to spill right now yeah and that's what i've been noticing the front bottoms front constantly bottoms. carsey headrest a lot yep. um a lot of the pixies a lot of slotted yep. beach dog uh hey what do you play i've with? been playing like i listen to a lot of silver jews and pavement on this tour mm-hmm. uh, i mean those are like my two of my favorite bands and then also like you know, I've been listening to a lot of Mazzy Star on this tour. I don't know, Gabe. What have you been playing? I don't have a good answer for that right now. Yeah. A lot of oh so oh so. I appreciate the honesty. A lot of modest mouse. A lot of modest mouse. Cool. Nice. Now, as you guys are, are going forward, you know, do you think that you're going to expand more? Like, have you guys uh, thought about what the West Coast is going to look like for you guys? Um, or are you just kind of like building into getting hitting further south first? Um, I, I thought about that. I do a lot of the booking. We have a guy who helps us now. Um, they're called Don't Blink Management. And they do a lot of uh, booking, too, um, in addition to what I do. I before that I was doing all of it. Um, so I I've been I'm always kind of thinking about what the next thing is. In February we're planning a tour with an artist from New Jersey that I actually love um, called Little Hag, and I love her her music. She has a song called Cherry that is amazing. And actually the basis for the Front Bottoms um, produced the album, which I love the Front Bottoms. So it's just it's it's very cool and serendipitous. But um, with that one, we're talk. We are talking about going like you know, New Jersey South, New North Carolina, maybe or even Georgia, maybe who knows? Um, and it'll be like a, a week and a half or so long. Um, nice. And then um, in May in the summer, we're definitely looking at ahead at what we might do. We're probably going to do a big circle up through Canada, you know, go out to Ohio and stuff. But by by the end of next year, I would love, love, love to have been to the West Coast. That would be amazing if we if we could. We have. Um, a band we played with the other day in New Hampshire on Halloween. Um, we play, he's from Seattle and he was saying he'd love to have us out there. We have some friends in LA that might want to have us out. So we're kind of, um, yeah, I, I would love to go out west, like more than anything. Yeah. There was a guy who kind of blew up on TikTok, and I cannot, he's going to, I talked to him quite a few times. We're not super tight, but, um, what is his name? Uh, 
he has a gap between his two front teeth and he's like uh he's so he's popular right now on tiktok but he, we talked to him before i had found his music before he kind of blew up and he's like come out to la sometime and i'll hook you guys up and we'll do something Ooh, together so, um experimental nice. punk electronic kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah nice. um so we're kind of we have some avenues we've made a lot of friends that we can kind of do this with now so we're it's more feasible now than ever which is amazing so so now of course for the complete and total personal and and uh aspect you the tour that you've got coming up in february are you going to be coming through uh new haven yes we're, is, we're is, about doing yeah? haven we probably hopefully we'll do like new haven brooklyn uh jersey and then go down and do like dc baltimore pennsylvania and then north carolina hopefully would be well, let's talk about it because because let's let's put a show together go. for new haven let's put a yep. show together we'll, we'll say it like stella's you know yeah. us you guys and, and the and the uh, other touring act it'll, yeah. be, it'll be a great it'll be a great time and uh we'll, we'll do it like on, on like a, a wednesday or something just to be weird that would be perfect dude seriously that'd be amazing all right well now now we've spoken it out into the universe i'm gonna go get it get, get it squared away at stella's um afterwards av- you know we'll, we'll we'll talk about dates and different things like that but yeah. enough about uh, enough about that let's talk about how awesome you guys are um now when you guys do perform have you ever thought about doing like i call it the the fire drill switch because you guys are multi-instrumental halfway through this through the set you guys are just going to switch up instruments and you know you're going to play drums and he's going to play bass and you know and then you're going to hit rotate again right we haven't thought about it too seriously because like i have another band mm. oh, okay. plays. so it's where i'm playing guitar and gabe's on bass and i'm playing ah. yeah. and so it's like so we've gotten that we get that out yeah we have that we do that anyway a little bit right. here and there. so it's like but we've done it with covers and such, kind of. Yeah. I would definitely love to do more of it on tour because when we're touring, you know, we're not doing anything else. So it'd be fun to, like, switch it up a little bit and maybe incorporate some of that if we just want to do some covers right. or even just do some slower stuff where I could come out and just sing with Jonah right. or whatever um, just so that the shows feel a little more dynamic. But, like, overall, we haven't thought about it too much. I, I would have thought we would have thought about it more. Yeah. yeah. We, we did an acoustic set the other night where Harry played banjo, Gabe played another guitar. It was a great time. It felt like such a good change of pace for us. Yeah, and mm. Gabe played a guitar, and I did, I did what I usually do, but it was, you know, all acoustic, and, uh, and, and, and Harry sang with the banjo and everything, and that was awesome. So we've been talking about maybe even incorporating something like that into our set, like maybe mm. in the middle with it. Um, but we're, we're still kind of figuring that out. For the next tour, we definitely want to we'll be playing a few new songs. We'll be playing like the best songs off this record as opposed to the whole record um, and stuff like that. So, Well, no, it, it's it's super interesting. And actually, we had uh, Stephen Chopek uh, on the show a couple of months ago. And he was talking about when he was on tour with Mike Dowdy um, and how they actually toured as two different bands on the same bill. Um, you know, they were, I think, they Angry angry Baby Men and, or right. Baby Men and, and then Baby and Dowdy. Angry Baby Men, and then M. Dowdy. Right, right. And, that, and, and talked, you guys could totally do that. No, literally. We've talked about doing that often, um, a lot, actually, just like doing a tour with like both of our projects and doing, you right. know, literally looking up after after our set. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I, th- I think I think that'd be that'd be great, and it'd be a fantastic way to go about things. Plus, I mean, that also kind of means double payday if we're being real. Yeah, that's true. That's you know. true. 
You know, you, you you're like I get the the Milk Street gets the headlining fee, uh, fee of such and such, and Band right. Two gets the uh, gets the touring fee of such and such, and that's how writers are created, and that's how us musicians are able to eat. And then maybe next time it's a lot less spending time in, uh, you know, in the in the the car, and a little bit more time maybe in a hotel or. When you guys are out here, if you guys ever need a a place to crash, feel free to hit me up, man. Like I, I got I got air mattresses. I do have kids though, so that's whatever, man. That's we, we're down for whatever. That's amazing. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. The Elm's name Vermont. Yeah, it's it's called Vermont. It's about a uh, a road trip that when I was uh, just starting college, the lyrically at least, I took to. Uh, it's it's about a road trip I took to Vermont with my cousin who. Um, we were raised like brothers originally, and uh, both had younger siblings, and our parents were really busy with them and stuff like that. Both have loving parents and everything, but when we moved, we moved out of the house together, uh, yeah. we both moved in, and then we kind of both felt like we had like a really solid like uh, family that had like each other's undying attention, I guess, you know, like we had jobs and stuff, but we just, we just lived together, and we always had each other's backs, and it was this really... Um, amazing moment where I kind of finally felt like I had something like stable family wise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, uh, and then we took this trip to Vermont to meet his, or see his now, uh, wife, who is one of my best friends. And, um, they were dating at the time and she went to college and I was like, it was the first time in my life that I was like, oh my God, I'm doing something just for me. It's not like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not growing up in the sense that I'm getting a job necessarily mm-hmm. College. I am doing those things or was, you know, but it was kind of like um, I'm doing the first grown up thing that is just what I want to do because I want to do it. Like when we left at like 9 p.m. for Vermont and we got there um, and it was something I, and, and at like 3 a.m. and, you know, kind of party that night. And it was just but I, but then the people we met there felt like family. And it was just the first time I ever felt something really like wholesome in my life like that, mm. um, like truly. And then um, a bunch of other things ensued, uh, which what's all throughout the album like free acid and like um yeah. all those songs um and and that's kind of the album kind of follows that whole time period of my life um so yeah uh come of, of age type of vibe you're you're trying to bring yeah and it's and I, I, I tried to a lot of coming of age stories are corny mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. things but i tried to i tried to really talk about the like more nitty-gritty like mm-hmm. the weird feel or the uncomfortability you feel with relationships and how you know the guilt you might feel of letting someone down even if they're being you know emotionally abusive in a relationship and you're trying you you have to end it but you feel guilt still like stuff like that that i'm more like yeah this is what real life is sort of and that's um, when you experiment with the sounds uh like you, you experiment with different country infused sounds the psychedelica you know just uh as you tell your story throughout your album in vermont yeah exactly right. yeah we, we kind of put we added some banjo sounds some more like mm-hmm. bluegrass kind of and that was also organic. We just happened to have a banjo in the studio. And <laughs> yeah, it was just a joke, sort of. And yeah. there's like yeah. a, there's like a record of like my half full metal water yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it just sounded cool. And and Harry was like, "What if I slide banjo?" And we'll have that as like on my credits on the album, my drums and slide banjo. And then we ended up keeping. <laughs> We kept that. like we have multiple slide banjo tracks. I hope you guys know. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
nothing see, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that's, that. That's what's so fun about things. You know, we, we, mm. we've done it as well where, you know, we actually have, you know, on the single um, Sam Jackson, we have a theremin solo. That's you know? sick. Uh, and that's only sick. not because any of us knew how, what, how, what we were doing. Because the bass player went, I could do that. Uh, and yeah. he just went into the studio and, and did it. But it's that type of freedom that encourages the artist to, to continue to come out and continue to, to be drawn out that you really, really, really get to have so much more fun. And it's the, we are on air, so I have to say it's the forget it type of vibe where right. you're just like, yeah, forget it. It'll be fun. It'll be right. funny. You know, if you can make yourselves laugh, right. then you guys are on to something that is so genuinely beautiful. And, and you guys have been able to do that. I, even, you know, wait, waiting at the, at the show, you guys were always right next to each other, always making each other laugh, always making sure that, that the, the three of you were always taken care of. Um, I think that's a huge testament to the, the, the caliber of human beings you guys are. Um, did you, did you guys meet like in regular high school or was this, you know, did you meet in a 4-H club? Please tell me you met in a 4-H club because no. <laughs> Mel Street with the album from Vermont needs to meet at the 4-H club. Well, I yeah. know they didn't meet on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Milk Street, I want to know your story. Go ahead. Yeah, so we um actually Gabe and me met um through an ex girlfriend that I had. <laughs> oh wow! I was girl, uh, and they were raised together uh, as like they were just best friends growing up, and then um you know Hermie broke up once uh for the first time, first out of the three, and uh, she uh and and then I was like I'm gonna ask him and that kid to hang out. He seemed cool, and then we hung out, and this it was insane. I don't even remember everything. It's crazy. And then um, we were like about 14 or so, maybe 15. 15. Um, and then um, and I had known him growing up from other mutual friends too, just when I was young, but never really hung oh, out. Oh, okay. And um, we just kept hanging out, and then her and me got back together, and then eventually her and me like broke up, broke up for good, and him and we got we just started hanging out constantly, and then um, we started making music together, and um, then we were playing in another band. Well, it was like the same band really. Like we have it's um, but. It was called Spaced, um, and we had another a different drummer, um, mm. who was in group too. And then um, we would play around locally mostly, and we met uh, Harry, who was playing in other bands. Um, one's called Borzoi, one's called Gunshot Glitter, a, bu- a bunch of bands. Um, I like that name, a- Gunshot Glitter. Yeah, that's the band that. <laughs> it comes it's, from uh, Jeff Buckley B side. Oh, okay, yes, cool. it does. All right, Album. yes, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got somebody knows. Let's go. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, we we best friends now. I hope you guys know that. Oh. Like we we are hit the best friend zone. After that, for real. Mm-hmm. But then, then so then Harry, when when Josh, our our, our one of our best friends, like the person I used to drum drum for for Space, um, which is what we named the first album because when we changed the name, we just released the album as the original name. Um, but uh, when we um when he left we were like who could drum who could drum for us and the immediate thought was harry like hands down best drummer and gosh and, say it too. And, and even our old drummer was like you should you should message harry and Very he, sweet harry had filled in on a, a, a show that we had that josh couldn't play at once um and it was like he we barely practiced together and it just clicked it just it went, went so well um so it was just like a duh moment like of course it's gonna be harry um and we hadn't even really hung out much before that oh, like on a personal we didn't note. hang out too much but then we become like like all like brothers. We couldn't imagine doing this with anyone else now. Yeah, for real. Insane. 
So. All right. <laughs> Easy. What's your thought process? Because I see you smiling so hard. Oh yeah, because because this is so much fun for me. Because I, yeah. I love I love hearing the realities uh, of all this stuff, and you know, especially when you know there are bands like I never have an opinion on a band until I've seen them live. Mm. You know, because you could do any sorts of trick you can you can have in the studio, and you can make things sound completely ridiculous. But when you do it live, and your guys' energy, your live show, it's 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 different. Because, you know, and I, again, it's that expectation aspect of it. A lot of people are going to see someone standing up there with someone looking like a cardigan sweater and an acoustic guitar and expect you to be, you know, whining about something. And all of a sudden you kick in that fuzz pedal and you just like uppercut them in the face with this amazing sound. What is that process like for you guys? We're also whining about a lot. We are whining, yeah. for sure. No, you're not whining. You're complaining. It's different. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Drunkenly complaining is what we're doing. Yeah, uh, it's it's more Bukowskian for sure. But it's <laughs> but but we um Bukowskian. new word. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, it is like it's a very very fun where when we go up, we play. We've even played with a lot of like hardcore bands or metal bands back home because there's not many bands, so you just play with whoever. Um, and a lot of times we've had, but especially if they don't know us at all, like even as people right. will go up, almost do the eye roll thing and stand in the back with their arms crossed and they're like, whatever, like, and then I kick into the fuzz pedal and then you see like a, a, a face of like surprise, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> you thought you knew, but you didn't, bro. Um, and that that kind of stuff is like my favorite. Like I love that. And no, it, that's that's what makes a salacious step. Okay? It's yeah, it makes us salacious. It's can you say that? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah salacious is fine. And yeah. anyone knows we're having a salacious time, but unfortunately the Apollo curtain is starting to be pulled upon us. But we want to give these last couple of minutes to you guys so people can find out how they can connect with you, how they can follow you, how they can invest in you, um, and yes, in yes. everything that you guys do. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege, and I would just want to thank you guys so much. But this time is yours, Milk Street. How can people get on Milk Street? I mean, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, we're on Deezer, Napster, all this stuff. I mean, uh, if title, you don't like the music, <laughs> put it on when you go to bed yeah, and let Nora, it loop. Bro. It'll make us pennies overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but no, but uh, we get do have your mom on the Pandora. We, yeah, like, <laughs> milk, literally. You can get on but, but we are on Instagram is where we post most of our shows. Facebook right. we do as well. Um, but it's Instagram, Spotify, um, and then we do have like like you said, we have vinyl pre-orders right now. They're coming. They'll be out in December. Finally, we'll be getting them in. We have CDs. We have shirts that are available online as well. Um, but just listen to our music and, and try and dig it. I mean, I, you know, show your friends, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and your that, friends and will probably little, like it more we, than uh, your mom. More than I your take mom. Back. We, we even we even have uh, music videos on YouTube and we, we post some like, you know, vlog style, like almost like tour recap type things of us. Just like our, our friend follows us around, videos, everything. Um, so we're kind of on all the social medias and stuff. But but uh, yeah, buy our vinyl. That's like the biggest thing that's going <laughs> to gonna help us and we have cds too but with you order a vinyl you do get a free cd with it um so. where can they pre-order the vinyl uh barely alive records.com um and you just search up milk street once you're on the website or we do have the pre-order available on our band camp uh as well so that that will help us as well but um e- either of those places the link's right in our instagram as well nice yes. there we yeah. go milk street we appreciate you and just one more thing before you go, because we got like at least like a half minute left. Um, what's one thing um, you three 
collectively, professional or personal, are mutually thankful for? Before we go off, um, PBR. There we go. <laughs> simple, simple to the point. I like you guys. Simple and to the point. Let's go. Uh, and women. There you go. <laughs> hey, 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 it's honesty. We appreciate this honesty right here on the program, and we yes. thank you. Venues that are like give us it. Um, patchouli oil and falafel. Yeah, falafel, yeah. dude. We eat falafel every day for every single night. We eat then, then you gotta okay. make a new haven visit for falafel. We got a lot of good yeah, falafel guys here. We got plenty. Falafel and- king. Falafel King or whatever oh, in New Haven. Oh my yeah. God. Moons. No, Moomins. 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 I was just about to say Moomins. At least you've been there. All right. There we go. Moomins. Yes. Yes. That's what I was leaning towards. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. All right. So in February, we're all going out for falafel at Moomins. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to know something? We'll, we'll live stream. There we go. Us eating, eating with Milk Street at Moomins in February. Dude. Mamoons is where I fell in love with falafel. And my stepdad's from Pakistan, and he had falafel growing up. Oh, wow. I did compare to Mamoons. There you go. Well, we want to thank you for your time, Milk Street. We do appreciate you, myself, Preston, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. And this has been Behind the Brand. Thank you so much, guys. Seriously. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. Definitely. Much love. About. Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know